Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Simon Chan. How are you, Simon? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for having me on. It's an honor. Oh, it's my honor as well. Thank you for taking the time to come on our show, my friend. Let's do this. Let's go make it happen. Let's do this. Yes. So if you don't mind, why don't you take the stage and introduce yourself? Yeah, I've been an entrepreneur since 2003. Uh, basically, I was born and raised. I didn't know anything about business. I'm born and raised to uh, study hard, work hard, get a good get good grades, and get a good job. And uh, basically, went to a prestigious university. I didn't know anything about business. I didn't study very hard uh, in university. I just wanted to. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, my dad was rags to riches. Uh, basically grew up in the ghetto in Hong Kong, came to America, became a doctor, and worked. And uh, I was always the richest kid in the public school, but I didn't have much time with my parents because there was my dad was always busy at a hospital, the nursing home, and his practice. So I thought I was going to take over his practice, and because uh, Asians are good in science and math, right? Except for mm-hmm. I was uh, Asian and I sucked in science and math, so I didn't want to go to med school. I just got a job. It was a job I loved. Uh, in sports, didn't pay very well. And I was just thought I was going to work 30 years and, you know, move up the corporate ladder and get a corner office. Worked out in my 50s and 60s. And then I found out, I read a book that totally changed my life, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Mm. And taught me the concept of business and passive income. That I never even knew that concept where you work once and you, you can take days off, you can relax, walk away and still get paid over and over again. That to me was just like, the most brilliant thing was like, how come I never even learned about this? And that got me the path to search out, search out for businesses. Uh, I didn't have any business experience, like traditional background. I didn't have money to get started. I looked, thought about franchising, doing a, getting a Subway sandwich franchise. Uh, and then, but it, the risks were, I just didn't have the money for that. And I realized you mm-hmm. had to manage the store in the first year. And you really don't make money until you open mm-hmm. your second or third store. So then I read and did a lot of uh, yeah, personal finance books, discovered direct selling. And I was like, this sounds, uh, I don't know if I want to do that. But at that time in my life, I was also doing soul searching. And uh, you know, God's a big part of my life. Jesus Christ is a big part of my life. And I read Purpose Driven Life. And in that book, when I did the 40 chapters, I discovered God's purpose for me was to have a positive impact as many lives as possible. And I found that direct selling is really about helping. It's not just making sales. If you really want to get that passive income, it's really about coaching, empowering others to have success as well. So that's how I got started in 2003. Um, I read even the book Network Marketing for Dummies. I was super, super skeptical. and But I got started and I struggled for months. Uh, I was a very had a very employee mindset. So if you're my boss, you told me what to do, I'll always do it, right? Like the teacher told me, give me time, always do it. I'll study hard. But when I was became an entrepreneur, I did it started out part time, doing on the nights and evenings. You have to be your own boss as well, and I didn't have the discipline, I didn't have the consistency. I struggled for months. It wasn't until in um, 2004 a mentor came along and really took me under his wings and pushed me hard and held me accountable every day and made me consistent. That's when I started getting a little bit of results. 
Um, eventually built up that business in two and a half years to a full-time income, then became seven figures. And then 2013, I shifted focus and uh, been, a, uh, been a trainer for the people in the direct selling profession. So that's why I've been for the last 10 years and uh, I'm here. Nice. So direct selling, what, are you, what products, what services? Um, I did nutritional supplements. All right, nutritional supplements. And I think um, a question, people who are not in the profession, right, kind of always, that's like generally the first question they ask a lot of times. Oh, what, what products are you selling? Are you selling a mobile service, telecom? Are you selling supplements, skincare? I was in supplements. Um, but what you're really selling, <clears throat> if you want to build a team fast, is it's just like I always compare this to, why do people buy McDonald's? Like, Shahid, why do people buy a McDonald's franchise? It's a good income, guaranteed sales. Good income, right? They, they, they're looking yeah. for to become wealthy, to become rich, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe they mm-hmm. can't start a business. I buy a franchise. I have a couple of me. I'm going to be very wealthy. They're not really buying to sell burgers, correct? Mm-hmm. The burgers and the franchise, yes. that's like a vehicle to the dream. Same thing it's in direct selling. whatever you're, it is. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right? So it's the same thing in direct selling. When you're direct selling, the people who really get it know that they're selling a dream. And the product, the products are important, but that's just a vehicle. It's kind of like, why do people join direct selling? It's to make lots of money. So you're really selling, dr- when people ask, what do you sell? I'm selling dreams, but the, pr- the products are vehicle to that dream. Hmm. No, I agree. I agree. I just wanted to know specifically what your expertise is in, right? Like what, what's your niche? Like, what do you like? Because direct selling, there's so many different things, right? And I'm sure the audience will find it exciting to know like where you, what products or services do you like the most? Yeah, well, it, 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 um, even though you're selling a dream, you're selling the opportunity. Um, the product is it has to be something you use, right? So I was into health and fitness. I'm a workout fanatic. So aligning myself with a company that did health supplements, shakes and stuff, was it, was it was stuff I was buying anyway at GNC. And I always t- teach people, mm-hmm. if you're into health, um, the words you use is you're buying from your own store, right? So instead of going buying like Amazon or GNC's nutritional supplements, buy from your own store. So yes, that's when the products and services, they are important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do you help individuals? So someone that comes to you, I guess you, you provide coaching on how to grow this uh, network marketing, correct? Correct. So, just like in anything in any business or even in sports, uh, ninety I believe ninety five percent of success is mental mindset, right? So what of a lot of, right? What holds people back is like I haven't been successful yet. Like in, in every entrepreneur, hmm. we start out that way. You're selling a well, you, what are you selling? You're selling a vision, a dream, right? Like when you started yeah, your business, yeah. you haven't had success yet. How do you get people to invest yeah. in you to buy or even to work for you? You're selling a vision, a dream. And mm-hmm. what holds a lot of people back in network marketing the same way is like, oh, I haven't been successful yet. I haven't made much money yet. So how can I sell the opportunity? Yeah. But you're, yeah. no one has ever made any money in any business. You're selling a vision, a dream. And and I think that's a big challenge. Most people think of, now so people can maybe get a couple of customers. Like I use the product. I like it. I'm going to get a couple of customers. Yes. But the big money is when people, you're selling the opportunity. And it's having the mindset shift that even though you haven't had success, you can still get people to join and buy it in because you're selling a vision. And every entrepreneur, you're mm-hmm. selling vision. And that vision and dream hasn't been accomplished yet. You're selling the future. And it's your confidence in that that allows people to buy into you. 
And but a lot of people, they have the negativity, the past hold them back. I haven't been successful yet. How do I know if this will work? Or the doubts. And if you have those doubts, then no matter what you do, it's going to be a challenge. Just like trying to climb Mount Everest with a 100-pound backpack, a 100-pound, 50-kilo backpack. You're going to make it, but it's going to be really, really difficult. Yeah. So basically what I'm hearing, what I'm understanding is that you know, mostly what you do with them is the mindset, the foundational work. Because if you're, if you have all the products and you don't actually do the work, you know, that drives you to do the, take the action, consistent action, it doesn't really matter what business you're in. You're not going to get the results if you're not moving into action. Yeah. So, so a big part of why I uh, coach on in terms of tactical stuff is building the business on social media. Like the old days of direct selling, like you talk to your, you know, you yeah. talk to the same friends over and over. You bug people, and then you go to bookstores. You kind of stalk people, talk to people, coffee shops. That's not not many. That's not most people don't want to do that. But how people are building direct selling now is all through social media, right? Uh, you can do live videos. Mm-hmm. You can do TikToks, reels. Um, I had a coaching client that did TikToks and had four thousand comments, and now he's replying back to them. Now it doesn't mean all four thousand is going to buy or join. But he's got a lot of being set up. But none of that works, mm-hmm. like you said, if you're not taking consistent action. Uh, and talk about TikTok, yeah. you need to be posting two or three videos a day if you want to get traction yeah. on that. If you're doing it once a week, twice a week, it's not going to work, right? And mm-hmm. you don't need to be good to get started, but you need to get started. And it's the consistent action. Yes. Consistency creates mastery. Mm. Yeah, well said. You know, we say that. Success is 90% mindset, 10% skill set, because you can learn all the skills, you can find all the solutions, but it still needs that human being to put that in action. What happens is our, our fear, our, our victim mentality, our belief system, and those voices that we hear that are coming from our subconscious that are never allowing us to take those consistent actions. You know, we might get feel good for a few days, but then yeah. something happens, derails us for another few days. Then we have to pump ourselves up to start up again. So that's why I call all that cosmetic, right? So when you actually go foundational, change your belief system, change your paradigms, that's when you start fusing and you start taking those actions consistently because that's who you are now. You have reprogrammed your foundational self. Yeah, and that's where, you know, things always happen twice. First mm. in the mind and then in reality. But right? yeah. we always act consistent to our self-concept. Right. So, for mm. example, you're on this podcast and um, the first time we even had technical issues. Right. But you didn't yeah. give up because you see yourself as someone that doesn't give up. You see yourself yeah. as someone who creates value for other entrepreneurs. So whether it's going to be technical issues, we're going to get this right. Right. Because you mm-hmm. see yourself that way. And that's why you don't stop. Now, some people who see themselves as I'm technically challenged. I'm not good enough. We'll be like, oh, this is not for me. Right. Because you always yeah. ask for me, it's 7 a.m. I'm here early because I see myself as a person that likes to give value. I like to share with other mm. entrepreneurs. That's, that's why I'm mm. here, even though it's a very inconvenient time, by the way, because my kids are mm. up. I got to take them to school, but I realize the time zone differences. Mm. So we always mm. act consistent to how you see yourself. So if you see mm. yourself as struggling or I'm not mm. experienced yet or I'm not really sure what I'm doing, you're never going to have success because your, mm. your subconscious will self-sabotage you mm. and not, yeah. you're not going to do the things that are important. Yeah, yourself, the the self talk is so super important, right? Like, what 
tendency we have and the programming that we typically have um, from generations, right, is always to point the finger, right? We just feel like the issue is out here. You know, we're always saying, okay, that system was too slow, or we complain about this, or we say that's not working out. The economy, whatever it is, is always outside. So the beautiful part is when we shift that, when we shift the focus to ourself in the mirror, and we realize that's where all the power is, that's what's going to make this work this body work and i saw a post today is one of um um he's a he's a well-known guy but he, he was talking about in the post about action right he said you can have hope but action is what produces the the results and it's true however the taking the action is coming from somewhere it's easy to tell someone, hey, take action, take action. They're going to feel overwhelmed. They're going to feel like yeah. uh, in, in closed up in a room saying, oh, my God, I hate this. They're going to start feeling the frustration. I was there. People would tell me, no, I can't do this, do it. this. This is too much for me. Yeah, yeah this is it's too, too much. much. I, I said, yeah, yeah, people get like, holy cow, like, oh, I, this is too much pressure because they're cosmetically trying to get the results by just taking action. That doesn't last. You got to take, you got to go from your power center outwards and then perform the action. The action quality improves. The people that you interact with improves. Your sales improves. Income, everything. Yeah, and that comes from, like you said, the programming, right? And yeah. um, if you look at them, if you don't, and you have to really work hard at that because, you know, there's a saying, you, you are, where you're going to be five work. years from now, where you're going to be five years from now is determined by your personal development, um, mm-hmm. people you meet, the places you travel. So if you're just looking at the media, and the media is like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't read the news. Okay, the only thing I look at is business yeah, news. I don't look at anything because it's all negative, right? It doesn't put you in the positive yeah. state, and it becomes, it no. makes you what you said to the blaming. Oh, it's the economy is bad. It's because the government, it's yeah. the prime minister, it's the president. You know, yes. my one of my men, my late mentor Jim Rohn told me, in order for your income income to change, you must change. We have to change. Yeah. You got to do something different, right? So that's why, like, people listening to this podcast is great because when you're feeding yourself. And so how do you change? Just say you come from, you, you never had success. You're always down, complaining. How do you change is you start putting yourself, plugging yourself in to having a mentor or listening to a podcast like this where you're reprogramming yourself. Like, hey, things mm-hmm. are possible. And the things that don't work, yeah. the first rule of leadership, the first rule of leadership is never criticize, complain, or condemn. And everything's your fault. Uh, and then yes. when you take that, and of course you may not hear that like that, like this thing, this project nope. didn't work out. Everything's your fault. Mm-hmm. Then you look inward and say, what did I could have done better? And that's when real personal growth happens. Yes. And that's the most difficult part for people, you know, to, it's to humbling. think. It's humbling. Yeah. To, yeah. To think that it's, it's, it has anything to do with them. You know, it's like, it's, it's a very, I was there. Like if my ego was so strong that if anybody said or even directed or indicated out for two or three days, I would be feeling horrible. And I was saying, how, how dare they even say it's me? Like, I feel like I'm right on track. I'm doing everything perfect because whatever level a person is, they always feel they're at the right level until they switch it around and they start doing inner work. Then yeah. they feel like every level they have not made it yet. 
there's <laughs> infinite more levels to go. You know what I mean? That shift. Oh. So before <laughs> it's that levels, right? And then it changes to, oh boy, I'm not even close, man. This is going to keep going, right? I'm, I need so much work. I, I know nothing, you know, in the open mind, I know nothing. And I just want to keep growing. Yeah, and I think a good routine. Uh, I wrote that, uh, wrote this in my book. Is every night, your know, self awareness, like you said, is the first step to improvement. Mm. So, yes, ask yourself a couple of questions. Number one is, what are three wins? Give yourself some love and grace because sometimes we are very hard on ourselves. What are three mm. wins you've had? Any three wins? So, win for me could be a, you know, we connected, we are on the show, right? For me, that could be a win. And then the other thing is three things you need to get better in. Right. So it could be, oh, I didn't get enough sleep. So I made a bad decision or I didn't follow up with that person. I should have changed my presentation. Three things you need to get better in. And then you also write down your best habit, your worst habit, your best emotion. So what made you excited and your worst emotion? What made you angry, sad or, you know, lose hope? And just writing these questions down. Right. Are you also your biggest asset? So it could be your, your speaking ability, your energy, your vitality, or your sales skills, or your biggest liability. What helps you back? Just every, so this is a routine I do. Every night, it takes me only like two minutes. Before I go to bed, I have it on my phone. I keep it like a running log. I write these things down. And sometimes you write, you end up writing the same thing over and over again. You get so sick of it. Like, oh, I can't believe it. Hey, that's when you make the change. I say, oh my God, I got to do something about this. I got to keep writing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. That's a great suggestion, um, Simon. What do you feel that your innermost superpower is that got you to this point? Oh, definitely consistency. So consistency is a skill, something I learned. And because uh, I wasn't a good speaker, I'm a shy, quiet Asian kid from Brooklyn, New York. Um, actually, in university, I would just, uh, classes that were class participation was a big part of the grade. I would just forget. I would just get it. I'll say I'll just get. I'll get a B plus. I didn't want to go get for go for an A. Uh, but speaking a lot uh, got me better. I, I used to couldn't sell, but just doing getting on the phone, presenting a lot. Eventually, got good at it. I wasn't good with social media. I do it every day. Podcasting. I wasn't. I was terrible when I first started, but after like seven hundred twenty something episodes, I'm pretty decent at it. It's consistency and, and knowing that you know what. As long as I keep doing it, I'll do it. It's like the tortoise in the hair. Right. I was never the fastest one. I was never the smartest one in school. But I was just like, you know what? You, you, you can't, if you're not that smart, you can't do anything about it. But you can always outwork someone. And you can always stay in the game longer, right? And you don't need to run hard every day, but just do a little bit of running every single day. And I think that's my superpower, just staying consistent. And that has led to many other things I've become good at. But that is like the mother of all skills. Mm, that's great. That's awesome. You know, it's uh, um, being smart or having a high intellect or knowing a lot. You know, it's, we call it top heavy. You know, when you become yeah. really top heavy, you, you start missing out on the gifts that we've been given. You know, there's, there's very special qualities that human beings have to create their environment and their life. So when we become intellectually uh, at a higher level and we keep growing, so we become a lot more knowledgeable. But, you know, it shows that we decrease 
on the actions, you know, what we're learning, yeah. we're not doing as much as what we're learning, but it's great for conversations. Like if we're, yeah. if we're, uh, you know, at a party or talking and you're intellectual, it's great because you, you have something to say about everything. You have an answer for everything. But the, that focus, that power center, that deep down, that belief system within, if a person works on that, all the answers that you need will come to you and you become incredibly resourceful, right? So really, if you don't know it, you become resourceful. You find out the answers that are needed to where you need to go. It's quite yeah. powerful when you, when you live from inside out compared to outside in, you know? Yeah, and you know, um, I think it comes from getting programmed by school, right? You read a book, yeah. you read a lot of books, Young you get rewarded. Age. Yeah, you, you you don't get paid for what you learn. You get paid what you what yeah. you take action on. Yes, right? I know some of the most well-read people are the big. They struggle. People yeah. most well-read business books. People they struggle financially. They struggle in businesses, right? Because they don't take action. There's so many ideas they get overwhelmed. And you know, consistency. I just talked about. I, I thought about this when you uh, were sharing that. When I went to the Philippines, like ninety-five percent. You um. The company I partner with, with like a, it's a billion dollar company. Ninety five percent of the sales come from my organization, my downlines. And when I went there in two thousand eight, I was definitely not the most experienced nor skilled. Uh, there was a lot of, and it was very competitive. Everyone's trying to get people to join them. Very, very cutthroat in many ways. I was definitely yeah. not, definitely not the most smartest, nor experienced, nor knowledgeable. But I was the most committed, showing up every time. And I went to Philippines. Like a lot of these American leaders went there. They went there for maybe. Six months, and then they never came back. Or they'll go there two or three times, and, and then they'll never come back. I went back there. I had an apartment there for a year. I went there 10 times in two years, and every time was two or three weeks. And so just, that's just an example of consistency, right? You talk about the skill. Yeah, I, people say, well, you're very good at expanding the Asian markets. But every time I went to an Asian market, I consistently went there, and I learned. And another thing is a lot of people, when they going back to learning, what you shared about the power, they go wide, right, instead of going deep. Like, why is like, okay, for example, I want to do social media. I want to do a little LinkedIn. I want to do a little uh, TikTok. I want to do TikTok is hot. I want to do Instagram. And then you do everything when you first start off and they all suck because you're not focused at it because every platform is a little bit different in terms of the engagement and the algorithm works. Yeah. So, but instead of just focusing on one thing, then all of a sudden you get good at it, right? And I'll just share an exa a very example. This is, you'll laugh. I do a live video on Facebook and Instagram every day at 5.25 a.m. Uh, my time. It's 8.25 a.m. in the afternoon in Europe for the last three and a half years in my pep talk, motivation pep talk. All of a sudden, a couple months ago, the Instagram live, and I'll do it simultaneously. I have a tripod and one phone for the Facebook, one for the Instagram. Instagram stopped working. And I could not, every time I press live, it would start and it would crash. I was like, this is, yeah. and it didn't happen to any of my friends, nothing. So finally, after two and a half weeks, I was just tinkering around. I didn't quit. I found out if I looked at the van setting, toggle, this is so crazy. I toggle the camera back, back to forward, front and back, and now that solves everything. And that, that doesn't crash anymore. Mm -hmm. Just one step. Now, I, that, that's an example. If I go wide, I was doing LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter Live, I would never have figured that out. There's so many, yeah. that's just one example of so many little small things. And no one's going to teach you that because these things are changing all the time, right? Go focus on one map. Now, you can do many, many things. But focus and get really good at something before you go to the next. Right? You know, one of the 
most successful people, you talk about the power and the books and the, the talking, right? Like you read a lot of books, it's good for a cocktail party. You can talk about it, but it doesn't pay you any money. One of the most successful people I know, he's built a business of um, nine figures. What he does is he doesn't even read finished books. I was like, what? You don't say no. So what he does is he reads a book and the second he finds an actionable item, he basically puts that book down, never touches it again. But what he does is he makes sure the next 30 days he takes action on that item. And, and yeah. the next month he does the same thing. And he's been doing that for the last 30 years. And it's like, again, you don't get paid for what you learn. You get paid for what you action on. So for those listeners, I encourage you, something that you learn on the show or something you learned this week, right? How do you, are you taking action on it? Because, you know, I'm guilty mm-hmm. of that. We always want to learn. Something's learning. It's like a drug, right? It's like, like I've never ever taken drugs, but if it's like, you want to learn more. You got a dopamine. I finished the book. I learned something new. But are you taking action on it? Are you getting results yes. on it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they, I always say that when you read something, don't just read it, become it. So when you become what you have learned, automatically it's part of you. And that you will have to take action. That's you. Yeah. That's who the yep. new you is, right? If you're investing in a book, don't just read it and be like you said, be proud that you read a book. It's great that you did, right? But have you become the knowledge? If it's something that you resonate with, it's something that can get you better. Are you becoming that knowledge? Meaning that it might not be just that one time you read it. It might mean reading it five times. Who knows? But you take what you're reading, consume it. Like you said, take action, become the knowledge. And then but you know what the problem from is? there and you'll keep improving. Yeah, you know, I read something early on that uh, now podcast sometimes it's made it worse because people binge listen. They binge listen and but mm-hmm. like, what did you actually take action on? Oh, I, I, it was a really great show, but what did you actually take action on? Right? Yeah. You know, uh, when yeah. I, early on, one of my mentors told me, if you listen to something, because you talk about reading the book five times, right? I, I think that is actually what you need Example. to do because- Yeah. Right, exactly. You know, t- that, that exactly what you have to do because I think when you listen to a show or podcast, you only get 10% of what you listen. So for example, if, I had to, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this, I'll say, go teach something that Shahid or I talked about today. You probably only get 10% of it. Right? So that means you're not yeah, really you're getting it. Right. Right? You need to listen repeatedly over and over. Because remember, yeah. when I first started, I couldn't sell. And it was like a Tom Hopkins CD. And, he, and I think I learned it from him. And after I t- learned the CD, it's like, I still can't sell. Because like, you have to listen to it 10 times. The first time, you're only getting 10%. And until you're so good, you can teach it, that's when you really master it. But the challenge is, yeah. it's boring. It is boring. It takes mm. work. You have to go do that boring work. I also success is boring, mm. right? It's not like, oh, go do the next thing. Go and sit down and master it. Be it. You got to be it. Mm. Become it. That's when you actually are going to get results. Yeah, that's what that's what I meant. Like what you just said, become it, right? Because it, it's not boring anymore. If internally you're already there. If you're already there, you're living it already within. So the steps you take, they're not boring anymore. I remember before for me, when I needed to do so, I had to push myself. I had to force myself, motivate myself, you know, listen to music, whatever, and say, okay, I'm going to do this. I got this. I got this. I got it, right? But what will happen is a few days later, something will happen on the outside in paradigm, you know, something will affect me, I'll drop out. And then I had to motivate myself, like I mentioned earlier. 
but when you become it, it's free flowing then. Like you, you just, you're just part of that. You know, you're just doing it. It's fun. It becomes exciting because you're operating from a, from a higher place. You're not, you, you just remove yourself and you kind of increase your awareness to a certain level that you're already there. You're on that frequency. So when you're on that frequency, it's, it's, it flows nicely. You know, I don't I feel like it gets boring. Yeah. You know, you're right, right. So once initially it gets boring, but once you become that, yeah. it's the most rewarding thing because you get fulfillment. Yeah. I mean, why do we, yeah. you know, why as entrepreneurs, why do we do what we do? It's not necessary for the money. It's to who we, we become, Right. How you've grown, the money comes and goes, and then that's an example. It doesn't matter how big your business will grow, you are still going to have problems, going to have headaches. But what makes it rewarding is the person we become, and that is so mm, exciting. That's, well most, said. that's the fulfillment. And you know what? Like when people ask me, "What's my favorite moment? Memorable moments?" Um, you know, I live in a beautiful place now. I have a beautiful studio. My most memorable mm. moments in my business was, and I think this is important. To doesn't matter where your business at, just enjoy the moment, be present. Mm. You know, my favorite mm. moments really was. Thinking back is when I was I was living a tiny four hundred square foot apartment, in hot, no air conditioning, and just grinding, making sales calls, barely making a thousand dollars a month. You know, think back. That was the most rewarding time, most memorable time. That was when I really wanted, right? And the, from mm. going, knowing from going from there to where I am now, those are my best memories. Perfect. So enjoy the moment. Mm. It can get boring, but it's going to be the most fulfilling thing ever. Yeah, yeah, beautifully. Beautifully said, uh, Simon. Great work. Thank you so much for taking the time and coming on this show. I love spreading the message, you know, especially when it comes to mindset, because I feel that this is the biggest part that people are kind of brushing off when that's the power center to their future, their family, their happiness, their fulfillment, their success. And they just keep chasing the skill set, right? So I find it that bringing guests like yourself on the show helps to spread that awareness and showcase what you have accomplished. When they need help, they can approach you. You can help them. Uh, it's all about that. You want to do more for others, and your success comes by default. Absolutely. You know, when people ask, yeah. how do I know if someone's good? Like in direct selling, how do I know this new downline is good or not? They look for the mindset. If they have great skills, mm -hmm. but they don't have the mindset, they go to, mm -hmm. once they have challenges, they're going to wilt away. Yes. But you have someone with great mm -hmm. mindset, but no skills, eventually they will learn the skills and become great. And operate and perform much better and results yeah, are much better, right? So again, thank you. If there's any final words for the audience that you would like to share. Hey, stay consistent. Consistency is the number one skill. I'd love to connect with every one of you. You can uh, go to mlmation.com or just find me on Facebook, Simon Chan, or Instagram, Simon Chan. And I'd love to connect with every one of you. But God bless you all. Stay consistent and go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life. Amazing, Simon. Thank you so much. Audience, you heard Simon. Get in touch with him. If you need help with any of this stuff, you know, he's there to help. He's adding value in the public. He's serving others, uh, which is very powerful. And when you serve others, it's, it amplifies what you do yourself. So start looking in the mirror. Start thinking about this information. Take action. Start taking those baby steps. And if you're already successful and you're not feeling that fulfillment, you're earning a lot of money, it's a mindset thing. It's an internal thing.
They need to make some shifts. We see it all the time. So I love you guys, audience. Keep engaging. You know, visit my website, social media. Love your comments, your reviews. Share the episode. Spread the message. Love you guys again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Simon. You're welcome. God bless. Thank you.